On this episode of The Psychic Jam, we're going to be discussing Halloween and how it not only affects us, but others and their belief systems. You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of the Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Welcome back to the Psychic Jam, everyone. I'm Liz Throp, and today I'm with my colleagues and co-hosts, Amber Price and Jay Lane, and we're going to discuss a really neat topic. We're going to talk about all things Halloween and how You know, it has so much mystical, you know, uh, it comes with so much, you know, interest and, and everybody's really like, you know, really tuned into the energy of Halloween. And I, you know, I'm going to start the conversation guys uh, with a little history of what Halloween's all about and, you know, where some of the beliefs come from. So it is a pagan celebration. And it's a end of summer um, harvest type gathering where the pagans, the Celtics would gather and celebrate not only the harvest, but um, they would they would celebrate these harvests on ancient burial mounds, believe it or not. And they they named it Sa Win. That was the name of the um, before it became like known as Halloween. And, uh, and this was, you know, the Celts, the Irish Celtics, the Scottish people, um, Wiccans, everybody would come together and they would celebrate this. Now, one of the things you also should know is uh, Halloween falls at the halfway point between the autumn equinox and the summer solstice. So it's the halfway point. So that's kind of neat to know. And uh, so when we hit Halloween, we're halfway through. We're almost halfway to winter, to summer. So that's kind of good. Um, another cool fact about Halloween is uh, on the 30th, it's my birthday. Everyone should know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I, I, that's right. <laughs> I'm sharing that because the 30th is known as Devil's Night or mm-hmm. uh Witches night and you know I kind of got that nickname of course um growing up but I wanted to share that uh not because you know I want happy birthday celebrations you know thrown my way but because as somebody born um around or on like close that close mm-hmm. to Halloween uh you know it was one of those things I was really intensely invested in because you know being psychic mediums we kind of are uh, drawn to all things metaphysical on any level. And Halloween has that mystical kind of energy, right? So um, uh, I think it was Jay that said it's um, All Saints Night or All, all Saints Day or Day of the Dead, uh, which also falls on the same time frame. I think it's like uh, a few days into that. But it, it's all about the, the veil being thinner and, you know, the connection between our loved ones on the other side is that much thinner that, you know, most people that aren't psychic mediums should be able to connect with those on the other side. That's the belief system. So I want to share all of that history first and foremost, before we get into what your thoughts are on this holiday. And we'll start with you, Amber. What what kind of questions have you been asked about this holiday? I love this topic. I love this topic. And you know what, when you were talking about the 30th, um, I also heard it to be cabbage night as well. Is that a thing? Do you remember that cabbage night? Oh, 
I feel like it it might be a Niagara thing. I'm not sure, but I remember it being Cabbage Night. I'm not, I, and I don't know why. I can't. I can't remember what the reason would be from that. But when you were talking about the different terms of the night before Halloween, um, I remember growing up and hearing that that was when everything really like went down. Right, like <laughs> people would really start to get into the into the habits of doing their their rituals or they would do these things or it would give people an excuse to behave poorly and you know toilet paper someone's house or you know terrorize these poor like nature animals and pets and stuff so i remember always being told like you know make sure your stuff is locked up and the animals are in for the night and in all of that stuff so so that was interesting that you brought that up, Liz, because, yeah, that's definitely a big part of the Halloween celebration and the Halloween process. But I always get questioned around Halloween. It's almost like um, the people associate psychics with Halloween in such a way that it's almost like I don't get asked these types of questions any other time of the year. It's usually just around this. Now, of course, it's in our face. It's what people are thinking about. You know, you decorate your home for Halloween or you get buy your costumes or you start thinking about it and all the vibe, right? It's a very exciting time when you see all the little kids getting dressed up and wandering around and they get to like have fun and be outside and do something different than what they're used to be doing. And I remember that specifically about me being a child at Halloween. It's the vibe or the energy that's around. And it's kind of like the ability to... um be using your creativity and your intuition and kind of like amplifying a part of yourself that is in there somehow. And so so when Halloween comes around in my world, I always seem to get asked these few things. So the first one is, do your psychic powers amplify on Halloween? And the answer for me is no, they don't amplify on Halloween. <laughs> Um, they are amplified to the maximum every single day of my life. So it doesn't matter what holiday it is or where the moon cycle is even. Now, that's me because I'm always tuned in. There was a time frame in my life where I wasn't as tuned in all of the time. And I would notice that there was certain time frames, like maybe a full moon or uh, something like that, where I would feel more sensitive to the energy or receive more messages in that way. But in terms of Halloween, no, I do not have more amplified messaging or connections on Halloween. As a matter of fact, for me, it's completely um, shut down because I, I have so much excitement about, you know, getting the candy and doing the kids and taking them out or like, you know, seeing all the costumes. For me, it's more of like a holiday for creativity. Like how, what kind of things can we do, uh, to show off our imaginations and things like that. So I tune right into all of that and I don't really connect spiritually. And then, um, the other thing that I get asked often is do are do you connect to spirits that are more low vibrational or let's say ghosts or um you know lost souls do you do you connect to them on halloween um the answer for me again is no i don't do that one because my spiritual practice is that of i only connect to souls that are coming from a higher vibration and my spiritual team my gatekeeper everybody that's involved my angels my guides whatever you want to whomever you want to talk about in my spiritual team is 
going to act the same way on Halloween as they do in any other time frame. So I don't get connected to, let's say, ghosts or goblins or creatures or black entities or things like that on Halloween or any other day of the year. So that's another one. Um, And then I get asked about the difference between ghosts and spirits. And, you know, we all we're all going to have a difference of opinion or a different um, concept. But for me, I guess I just use the term ghosts because people interchange ghost and spirit. So for me, it could be just a soul that is in spirit could also be referred to as a ghost. But at Halloween, I think what people are asking me is, are the ghosts like scary? Are they haunting you? Do they not leave you alone? Are they under your bed? Are they in your closet? And the answer to that, again, is no. Um, I don't feel there's a difference between a ghost and a spirit, uh, but these are words to me. So I guess it's going to depend on your own personal experience with it. Um, now, there are spirits that can be wandering or, uh, or lost, so to speak. Um, and But again, depending on their vibration or the reason that they're in that space will depend on if my gatekeeper will allow me to connect to that spirit or not. So I've never had any kind of uh, ghost present to me that would be in terms of what we would see in the movies or on TV or in books or the ways that, you know, people have described them before. Then because of that answer, people will say, well, do you believe in low vibration or dark entities or things like that? And my answer is, I believe certain people have experiences with them. I have not. I don't give it the energy because that's my way of using the protection and the the energy to enforce the the energy that I'm willing to communicate with. So I think that if you're going to be someone who's going to wonder like, well, how can I protect myself from that dark thing that I feel really, you know, cold chills or scary or whatever? First, I would suggest, you know, finding out, is it really something that uh, is dangerous or evil or whatever because you know I've been doing this for a long time and honestly to get to that extent where it's like this super bad horrible you know you need a you need a what do you call that exorcism like that that it does happen but I have not had that happen in my experience so again it's all about your own personal expectation of how you want to work with spirit and what you're willing to see and what you're not now I love the movies like Conjuring and Insidious and like, I love these movies. I know. I will not watch them. No, not do okay. it. I make my husband suffer through it and he always jumps and he's, you know, like it's, it doesn't matter how many times we watch them. You're still kind of triggered by those same points in the movies. I know. <laughs> That's exactly like, me too. I don't even want to hear the commercial. I'm like, shut it off. Shut it off. I don't need this. Oh, <laughs> And my kids won't watch them either. And when I say kids, I'm talking adult kids. But um, yeah, so I love those movies because for me, this is what entertainment's about. It's escaping your real life to be able to use someone else's imagination of things that they have kind of brought to, you know, conceptualized and brought to fruition. So I love to escape through that. That's never something I've experienced or or endured or had had any kind of relationship with ever. Um, but I do enjoy the scary movies, anything to do with hauntings or or things like that. So I do love that. And the last one is... Um, do you 
do you feel like, sorry, do you feel scared or do you feel like there's no control over the events around Halloween? Like, do you get scared? This is what they ask me because I do see spirits. Do you get scared? And the answer is no, I don't get scared about things that I know I have like a good sound process with. Like I know I'm not gonna connect to these types of spirits, so I'm not going to be scared about having them. Um, but I do get scared at the scary movies and I do get scared if I'm walking down the dark street at Halloween and some, you know, one of our adult neighbors jumps out from behind his bush. Yes, I get scared at those things. Um, but I'm not afraid of Halloween in terms of the veil thinning and more spirits or ghouls, goblins, ghosts, whatever coming through. So, <laughs> so to me, again, my own experience, but Jay, what about you? Oh my goodness. I love that. I always thought, you know, <clears throat> the celebration wearing the costumes actually at Halloween is to ward off ghosts. You know, mm -hmm. they used to wear them to scare away ghosts from them because they were so afraid that the ghosts would come and hurt them. So I love Halloween, first of all, because I love the kids. And I love the candy. I got to be honest. I love the candy. <laughs> it's my time to cheat a little bit and, and to have, you know, those molasses candies. Oh, God, I love mm. them. Um, but, you know, I feel the same way. A lot of people will ask me the same type of questions, Amber. And it's always, are you more afraid or do you see more ghosts at Halloween than you do any other time? With me, I do see spirits. I see grounded spirits, which I call ghosts, those that haven't crossed over. And then spirits are usually for me, when we talk about, I guess, uh, defining these words, those spirits that have crossed through. Some um, apparitions or some uh, energies can appear tormented when they're grounded and they still have a bit of ego or are still not accepting the light to go through. I feel like that, but it's not just particularly at Halloween. It's not like some big veil opens up and then tra-la-la, there it happens. If there's a full moon, though, I do feel energy a little bit more. So if Halloween happened to fall on a full moon, absolutely, I would feel that way. Uh, now, also with Halloween, what I really like about that is, is the celebration itself. A lot of people will conjure up a lot more energies around that time. So let's say, you know, we're talking to somebody, I'm doing a reading, and they said, I've been thinking about ghosts all day long, and I'm sitting there going, I know, because the minute <laughs> you think about them, you're attracting them, right? And so I do feel a little bit more energy if I'm doing readings around that time, but it's not because any veil has opened. I think it's because people have the thought around it, or mm -hmm. they're thinking that, and <clears throat> they're asking, and when they ask, or they tend to think that this veil is open a little bit more, they tend to attract a little bit more energy. So I do feel like that in terms of that holiday, like sometimes you'll get that person that will attract a little bit more than usual. Um, but other than that, I don't really feel differently about it. Now there's the day of the dead, which is something that Liz um, also, you know, talked about, and that's celebrated the beginning of November, I believe. But I really love that celebration because they celebrate life and death, which mm -hmm. is a little bit different with Halloween. I do believe it's just like dead, but they don't celebrate the life with it. You know, at least I, I don't think so. But with the Day of the Dead, they do Latin America, those types of places. And I love these celebrations. They will also dress in costumes, but it's more or less to celebrate, not mm -hmm. to get rid of those energies. So the celebration is a little bit different than Halloween. So I always found that quite interesting. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I love watching their celebrations. It's just quite amazing. If you've never had the experience, 
you should really check it out. Now, Amber, when you talk about people thinking that that veil's a little bit thinner or you're more afraid, some people see ghosts differently. You know, I, I know I do. Some people will see them as friendly. Some people will see them as scary. It just depends on how they present themselves. But I don't believe that veil any thinner, like I say, unless there's there's a full moon. But that's kind of my take on it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's so true. And again, it's the perception, right? Like how you what does the word ghost or spirit even mean to you? How do you experience it? It's all in perception. That's why I, I'm always saying, okay, in my opinion or in my experience, because we do see them differently. I have children um, and grandchildren that will become very unsettled if they see any type of spirit because they know that it doesn't seem to be like the same as if they look at their family member who's living. So there is a sense of like that, there's no awareness, there's no understanding. It's fearful because it's new to them or it's unexplainable. And I think that's why so many people are fearful of even talking about spirituality or psychics or mediums because there is such an unknown factor to all of it. And they think that if they start bringing that into their life, then all of these occult things are going to start to happen. Like I know, um, you know, I've had people over the years say, that they love celebrating Halloween, they love watching the scary movies, but that's where it ends for them because if they start thinking about these things, they're going to attract it. So when you were talking about, you know, people bringing to their awareness and attracting more energy, I think that if you're fearful and you're bringing that fear out, you're going to attract things that are going to amplify that, right? Like you're energy goes where your attention goes. So it's kind of like being aware. And I think that's, you know, part of my thing is that that process I have and how my system is about what I'm willing to do and how I protect myself energetically. And, you know, in terms of say, even, um, you know, opening up to something that they don't want. Because mm -hmm. I remember, um, and just as we were talking, I remembered when I was maybe in grade four, um, there was a, another student in my class who wanted to have like a little afternoon Halloween party. And we went over and she brought out a Ouija board. And the Ouija board, like, I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I've never even heard of it before. And she, we started doing, I think there was maybe four of us and we started doing it. And like no word of a lie, some book flies out of the bookshelf behind us. That was that ladies and gentlemen, I got up, I ran down the stairs and out across down to my house and I never came back because I was like, this is crazy. We're sitting here doing this thing and there's no one else home and we're all in this one living room and a book literally like flies out right behind me. Like I was laying on my belly and it hit my feet and I was like, no, thank you because I didn't understand it. It's, it's like, how did that just happen? It was unexplainable. It wasn't even like it just fell off the ledge. It flew out of the bookshelf. Like, <laughs> so I remember that, but people will think like, okay, well, you're using a Ouija board or another, another form of it. And you're going to summon spirits that are low vibrational. 
And those low vibrational energies will come off as being friendly and whatever at the beginning. And then that's when these attachments start or when people start to get haunted or, or whatever uh, and tormented. And so this is where this education piece is huge because I've used Ouija boards in the past when I was a child and had no idea because it's being sold at toy stores, right? So it's like a game yes, and, and you use it. But I mean, like I've used them and I've clearly had connections somehow with things and yet never been haunted or anything like that so um so yeah so it's it's it is a consideration to think about like are you summoning things what are you summoning um and just a interesting note too the more uh, your energy is strong the less likely that anything that is floating around there looking to to get to someone it, it, the less likely it will be to attach to you if that's the case because we have to be weakened by something maybe like um you know if you're sick or job loss or you know struggling or one thing happens after another and you're feeling beaten down like just like we could get a cold that way right I, there's just different lower vibrations that could start you could start to come into your awareness and it doesn't mean if you have a cold or you've lost your job or you have hard times that you're going to be haunted because that's not what i'm saying but um <laughs> but yeah but it is just it brings an interesting point to, you know, are you bringing that? Are you conjuring it? What are you playing with? And what is the information you're actually using? You know, that's so interesting when you say that too. And another point to add, do you not notice that you get more requests for events or for readings or for like even paranormal, you know, type of events? I know that I was invited to four of them this year, one I'm doing, um, but it's just because I'm interested in doing this in, in paranormal investigation at this one building, especially because I've been in it before and I felt some stuff there. But whether Halloween's going to make it more, you know, a little bit more touchy feely, I'm not sure. But don't you find that you get invited so much more at this time of the year yes. around Halloween 100%. to do these events because people really have that idea that that veil is is open and that you'll be able to like channel absolutely everything mm -hmm. and I always thought that was a little different you know but for me anyways because I never felt differently around that time as you mentioned Amber I've always felt like you know I'm just doing my thing I'm always connected so yeah it's interesting yeah. I think it's, but it's cool it boils down to the fact that the average person you know who is freaked out by things like the conjurer and and, and all those creepy <laughs> movies which I'm yeah. still blown away that you watch those Me. I love them <laughs> I can't do it I'm like I don't need to be scared life is scary enough I don't need to be like entertained and be scared. <laughs> I don't need that no I'm good but but I think the average person who's not a psychic medium who has you know Hollywood's vision of what a spirit or ghost is and how it can control and manipulate your world that that is what they're kind of like their their benchmark is that so of mm -hmm. course, right of course it's that yeah. uh what is what you're shown so uh, hopefully we've been able to kind of give everybody uh, you know a, a little bit more you know one of the things i didn't share with you about um asawin which is halloween the pagan ritual is that 
they believed that fairies and spirit could, the the veil was thinner. So spirits and fairies could come out on that evening and they could trick you. And, And the whole thing was all about their livestock. So they needed to make sure that their their livestock survived the winter. So they would dress up like Jay had mentioned in costume because these fairies and spirit could, could show up like, um, you know, stranger in the village. So they would feed anybody that came to their door. And that's where the, the custom of giving chocolate, right? So anyone who shows up at your door in a costume, you give food to because they could be a spirit or a fairy and you don't want them to be angry with you. So that's where the whole custom comes from. It's fascinating. Cool. It is. It's really cool. I love learning about everybody's customs and belief systems and traditions. Like it's, it's so fascinating to me because again, what we, we we're all talking about this and we have three different perspectives and there's so many more perspectives out there. And I think it's super cool to be able to experience them from one degree to the next. So exciting. Well, that's going to wrap our show for today, guys. Thank you so much for, for listening and viewing. And be sure to, you know, go over to www.thepsychicassociates in the event you have any questions about how to even tap in or tune in to your own psychic awareness. We have an incredible course over there that you got to check out. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.